were here 20 years ago. I'm just curious what your recollections are from, uh, from that week, that time. Yeah, um, obviously it's a tragic time in our country's history. And uh, just having been here, uh, the memories are, are really vivid for me. Uh, I can remember so many specific details uh, of the day and, and certainly the week and the time to follow. And um, it just was a really, really sad time. And uh, one, of the, one of the great takeaways, I actually was talking to Kerry Collins about this the other night. It was just amazing how this area and our country, in many ways our world, came together after 9-11. I, I can remember we were living in the city at the time, and uh, I can remember, you know, we're going to go donate blood. And literally they said, we've had so many people want to donate blood, we do not need any more blood. And to us, that was always like this amazing thing, how everybody rallied around, rallied around the cause after such a tragedy. Uh, it was such a, such a sad, emotional time. Uh, you know, in many ways, I think we felt fortunate as members of this team to be able to try to help the community in some ways. We spent a lot of time at firehouses and visiting police departments and, and some of the people who lost their, lost their dads or their moms. And, uh, you know, Alicia felt like you were trying to do something. And I thought Allison Stangaby and everybody here, the Giants did an amazing job connecting us with the community in that regard. So uh, I'll never forget the picture we took after the Kansas City game. I'm sure you guys have seen it. Um, Coach Fossil, uh, it was an emotional time and, and it was an important game for us. And uh, somehow, some way, we found a way to, to, to beat the Chiefs that day. And uh, I remember after the game, he just brought everybody in and said, just kind of get in the locker room, get in the. And we all kind of just got in this picture, and they, t they snapped this picture. And um, we felt a real burden and a responsibility to have success for this area and for the people who, who were going through such challenging times. And, and, and I thought that moment captured it, where we all kind of came together. It's still one of my favorite pictures I've ever had in football. I have it in my office. I have it at my house. So, uh, so many distinct memories of, of that time. Uh, you know, 20 years later, I mean, I, I, they're, they're vivid, they're vivid, and you can still feel them. Uh, obviously, a very tragic time in our country's history. Does, you know, you just mentioned Coach Fossil, like, does, does this have you, even 20 years later, have you thinking about him more now? And yeah, I just thought he did an amazing job. You know, uh, we had a chance to go to the dinner after the golf tournament they had for him uh, last week, and, and uh, there were a lot of, you know, p policemen there. Uh, firemen there, uh, guys who were around at 9-11, who we stayed in touch with. And uh, a big part of the tribute to him was around uh, his, his leadership in response to, to that tragedy. So uh, I thought he handled it beautifully, and it was great to see his leadership as a player uh, help this organization, help this community. That's not a production manual, is it? Oh, I don't think it's in anybody's manual. You know, it, it, if, we, if we all think about that time, I mean, I think everybody, uh, you know, wh whether it's uh, President Bush or the leaders in our country, the community leaders, just citizens, how do you respond to that? And, and one of the things when you reflect back on that time, what was amazing is I think we were at our best in our response, how everyone came together. It wasn't about, you know, being liberal or conservative. It was about being an American. It was about being a human being. And, and I thought we did a great job in this area and all across our country rallying around rallying around the cause. Uh, you mentioned the Chiefs game. The fans uh, passed around firefighters' boots. You, were you aware of that? For donations in the stands. And they would put money in. Yeah. 
I don't know that I was aware of that specifically, but my, my great takeaway from, from that experience was Kansas City is a hard place to play, right? For years you go there and it's like, wow, this is a challenging environment. And I remember going out before the game to warm up and the fans were so like warm and welcoming. And uh, again, it was such an emotional time. I can remember them playing a lot of Bob Dylan before the game and, you know, just and, and, and it just seemed like a surreal experience. But the great takeaway was this, this fan base in Kansas City that was always so behind their team was certainly behind the Chiefs, but that you also felt their support uh, for our team and for people in our area. And, uh, and that was a great takeaway. I, I think if you reflect back on, uh, on just the national anthem, I mean, I can remember just guys were just crying. It was just such an emotional thing. And then you had to kind of get your energy right, take a deep breath, and go play a football game. And uh, personally for me, I, I held in that game for the first time. And I can remember the pressure of that, you know, needing a field goal late in the game, and Morton Anderson was our kicker, and just making sure, hey, catch it and get it down. I mean, this is damn important. And, uh, you know, good thing it all worked out. And, um, you know, I thought our organization, our team, did a great job responding to that time. I guess I'll ask a football question. <laughs> uh, how, how has Andrew Thomas developed in terms of like responding after maybe he gives up a, a you know a sack or whatever? Like how how is he in terms of bouncing back? I yeah, I, I think Andrew's done a really good job in his progression as a player. Obviously, it's a really challenging position to play in the NFL, left tackle, and uh, you go against the best rushers every week. And if you reflect back on the on the early part of the season last year with no preseason games and kind of a crazy training camp, he's going against. You know, the Bud Dupree's and the T.J. Watts and Khalil Mack and Robert Quinn and all those guys early on. I was like, wow, what is this? Uh, but I thought he settled in. Mid-year, he started to settle in, and, and I thought he regained his confidence and, uh, and started playing better and better. And uh, he's continued to do that here in training camp and through the preseason. And you said it. It's, it, it's the most important part of any position in football, particularly that one. Those guys are really good. They're going to have success. How do you respond to the adversity that you have? You got to come back, and I think he's doing that better and better. The concern level. We've seen you really since the start of training camp. Spend time with Daniel, having your friendly competitions. I guess I put friendly in quotes. Um, in terms of how you guys are going back and forth, how have those moments that you've gotten to spend with Daniel away from, you know, the grind of the X's and O's? improved your relationship with him? How much more have you learned about him from doing that kind of stuff? I think you're always trying to do that when, when you're a coach. You're trying to build relationships with your players. And uh, certainly you, you build them in the meeting rooms. But you know, outside the meeting rooms with all your guys, you're trying to develop those relationships. Because what I would argue is that that's what allows you to coach them hard and coach them to a high standard. Them uh, knowing that you care about them. And, and, you, and you want what's good for them individually and what's good for us as a team. So I think Daniel understands that for me. Uh, we've had a really good relationship right from the start. We, we do like spending extra time having our competitions afterwards. Uh, it's accuracy competitions and ballistics throwing competitions and, and just um, you know, how you can perform at nut cutting time competitions. So it's something we've done with quarterbacks for a long time. And, uh, you know, I'm on a little bit of a streak here the last few days, so we'll see how it goes. I'm to, sure Giants fans are going to be happy with hearing no, that no. you're beating him out there in no, some no, of these no, things. No. Okay. 
He could just—he could destroy me. Yeah. <laughs> what have you learned about Devontae Booker and how ready is he to play a role on Sunday? Yeah, uh, D Devontae's done a really good job for us. We liked him a lot in, in uh, the free agency process. I really liked him coming out of school, and uh, I think he's demonstrated that he can be a complete back in the NFL when he's given opportunities. I think he's picked up our system well. Uh, he can certainly run the ball inside and outside. He can pass protect. He can run routes. He can really do anything we ask him to do. So he's off to a good start, and he'll get opportunities as the season goes on. How much different is your offense? Uh, you know, what you call, what you do when you have Saquon in the lineup compared to maybe when you. Take oh, I think we have a lot of we have a lot of confidence in the guys we have, and we have a lot of confidence in Book. Obviously, Saquon's a, a special player, and. Uh, you know, he'll certainly get his opportunities. He too can really do anything we'd ask him to do. Uh, but but you know, as a coach, you, you wanna you, you're constantly trying to put your guys in favorable situations with things they can do, and we feel confident about any guy we put in there. What does it add to have Saquon back? Oh, <laughs> trust me, I was I was on the other side with this guy, and uh, you know he's one of those dynamic players, both in the running game and the passing game, and. Uh, he's one of those players who can make a three-yard run and a four-yard run and a two-yard run and a one-yard run, and then he catches a screen and goes for 65 yards. You know, we've lived that, trying to stop him. So it's great to have him on our side. And uh, again, we'll try to give him opportunities. He's worked really, really hard to get back, to come back from a serious injury. He's done a great job, uh, demonstrated great leadership about how you respond to adversity. You see that same Saquon, though? I mean, you've seen that same guy that you said before? Yeah, a lot of confidence in him as a player. And I think he's done a great job to get himself back healthy and 100%. Uh, Patrick Graham was saying earlier that um, because it's a second year here, he, had, there's a lot more, he has a lot more scheme that he can put out there to his players. This is your second year here. Do you say the same thing? I can, I, you know, because it's the second year with a lot of these guys, there's a lot more scheme you have right now. Yeah, I, I think there's a comfort level that guys have who have been here uh, that you can, you know, do a lot of the stuff that we've done, but also build on it. And uh, I think that's just a natural progression anytime you're putting a system of football in. Jason, as a quarterback and a, and a, and a coach, you've seen the Broncos revamp the secondary. Are you preparing for the players they've brought in, the system they use, or what? Yeah, I think it's always a combination of that. Uh, they have a system they believe in. Big Fangio has been a great, great defensive coordinator in the National Football League for a long time. He and Ed Donatel work really well together. They have a system that they used in a lot of different places. So I think it starts with that. But then, you know, the most important stuff is who's implementing that system. You know, they've done a really good job building that defense. They're really good on the front. They're really good at the linebacker level. They're really good on the back end. So we have challenges all over the place on Sunday. With Kadarius, do you have like specific plays that are just designated for him because he's kind of got a unique skill set? There's certainly things you want you want him to be able to do, and, and Kadarius missed a lot of time in training camp, so you want to be specific and purposeful, you know, with what you ask him to do. But that's really the same for any of the guys that we have. We'll take two more. We saw you work a lot in the summer on, on the red zone. How different are you going to be this year? Do you think with with the different personality and the uh, personnel and the people that you've added uh, in in that area? Again, I think you always just go back to this is what we have. We feel really good about the players we have all across our offense, and you're trying to utilize them to the best of their ability. So you want to put them in, in, in situations where they can have success. We feel good about you know, the variety of things that each of those guys can do. It's not like, hey, he can't do that, he can't do that. Uh, the biggest thing is time on task, getting to a point where you can take the work that we do out here and be able to execute on Sunday. So we're always trying to evaluate that as coaches and make the right decisions. How much harder does it make it for a unit to gain consistency if you're rotating players in and out versus if you have the same five across? 
Well, I think like with any position, uh, you want to make sure guys get reps and there's time on task. Obviously, when you're talking about the offensive line, there's a lot of communication between those guys and among that group. So uh, I think you have to be mindful of that. But at the same time, you know, guys have to be versatile. And you know, it's, it's something where you know, guys need to play the interior spots. Tackles need to be able to flip side to side. You want them in their spots, but versatility is a big part of that unit. Over the course of the year, they're going to have to play different spots. So uh, ideally, you, wanna, you want those guys locked in. But, but again, flexibility and versatility is a big part of that position. Last game, the way you guys did last year, like one drive, you, sw- you, know, you to the next drive, you switch the left guard and the right tackle. You know, is it difficult in game for those guys to make? Well, again, you just have to handle that situation if it comes up, and obviously there's reasons to do that. You want to give guys opportunities to play and grow. So uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll take that situation, you know, how we play those guys, really uh, a day and a week at a time.